Welcome to In It Together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Thanks for joining us again. Yes, welcome back. Excited to have you guys today. So we're going to be talking about a very important topic today, right, on the podcast. We're going to be talking about self-worth or self-value, right? And this is something that a lot of our listeners struggle with or anyone that's been through some trauma struggles with, right? So it's a very important on-topic podcast to help us identify where we might lack self-worth or self-value. Absolutely. And so it's an important distinction to make, you know, learning to love yourself, that's where the value comes in place, right? And loving yourself means that you have care and concern for your own well-being. And you can do that when you know your value, when you know your worth. If you don't know your value, if you don't know you're worthy, are you really going to have love for yourself where you're really concerned about your overall well-being? No. So learning to start with your value and your worth is going to be key to feeling the love. And so it's really, really important that we kind of make that distinction so that you can understand, man, this is how I've got in these situations. or This is why I am where I am right now. So yes, very relevant podcast. And it's one that, like you said, many people struggle with, especially those that have been hurt and traumatized. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just start with really defining what that means. And I know it comes a lot from having that love for yourself that you just talked about, right? So let's define it. What is having self-worth or knowing your value? Honestly, it's just believing that you're worthy of all the good that is coming to you and that has come to you. I'm worthy of the good. That is all self-worth or value is. It's nothing more than that, that you are worthy to have good things. You are worthy for good things happening to you. It's not just a, oh, it must have been locked. Oh, right place at right time. No, I am worthy of that. I'm worthy of the good despite my faults, despite the things that I've been through and despite the things that have happened to me. Your value does not change because of what's happened to you. We are born with our value. We are invaluable. And because of that, we don't know what that means. And we don't think about that. Just because you've been hurt doesn't mean that you're tainted. Just because you've been rejected, dumped, or left behind does not mean that your value has shifted because somebody else didn't want you or couldn't see your value. It does not change. And so that's what's really important to understand. Because most of us walk around saying, I'm broken. I'm just damaged goods. I can't tell you how many times I hear that all the time. You're not broken and you're not damaged. You're hurting and there is a difference. But your value remains whether you are hurt or happy. It's there. Absolutely. And just to uh, make it into an analogy, because I know you love analogies, right? It's just like a gold chain, right? It doesn't matter how shiny that gold chain is or if the clasp broke on that chain or if it's been run down in the dirt you know, or grimy or discussing the, the weight of that gold still holds the same value. Whether that chain is sparkling, that clasp is perfect, it doesn't matter. The weight of that gold still has the same value. And that's how we need to perceive ourselves, right? We're all invaluable as human beings. There is an inherent value in us that we need to acknowledge. And no matter what we've been through, that does not change. Exactly. And it's really important to think about that gold analogy. I mean, that's just sticking with me now. I'm really excited about this. I have a book of analogies in my head. And that's one I really like. 
I use the dollar bill one. You know, it doesn't matter how many times that dollar bill has been torn up or ripped or the bank throws some tape on it and it maintains its value. It's it's circuits. We see it. We get it. How did this dollar bill make it? (laughs) They're here, though. You know, and you learn to pick yourself up. You learn that those little pieces of tape that are on you and those little crumples are just part of your experience. But your value doesn't change. It adds. You see, that's what makes us unique and that's what makes us who we are. And so, yes, understand that this podcast is all about your value and that towards the end of it, you will start to believe that you've got value even if you can't feel it yet. That I can promise. So why do people struggle with this? Honestly, there's a few reasons. The biggest one is that we're never taught to love ourselves. We're never taught that we have value. We are raised to be conditioned to behave, go to school, be good, be nice to grandma, go do this for that person. You know, is this person happy? Make sure you're well behaved and making the right choices. And, you know, don't forget to go hug this person. What have you done for this person? You are trained and conditioned to be a little people pleaser. Everybody must be happy with my behavior. Everybody must feel good. But you're never taught to say, hey, what have you done for yourself today? What have you done to make your soul light on fire? What makes you feel good? What have you done with intention that you've enjoyed today? We are not taught, um, you know, in young ages that the same love and care and concern that we have for other people, we need to reciprocate that and give that to ourselves. That's the biggest reason. People are not taught to love themselves. You know, learning to love yourself is something that's not inherently in you for the most part. If you don't see your caregivers doing things for themselves and all you see are the people around you doing everything for everybody else, I mean, how are you to learn that concept? So that's one of the biggest reasons. Absolutely. It does start at those really formative years, right? Where, again, just like you said, we're taught to people please or we're taught that you're there as an extension of something else, right? You're there to caretake or you're there. You don't see yourself separate and having needs yourself, but part of a larger familial group, right? And I'll take it even a step further. There's certain instances within trauma, right? There's, you know, children that are abandoned and mistreated, been told things that take that value, right? Like, you, you know, you hear about abuse and there are times in my life that I was told you're no good. You're nothing, you know? So those affect you, right? Those affect your self-value. So yeah, so there are times that, you know, the people around us have a negative effect on our value, right? They, you know, the words they use, or even their actions, it might not be their words, it might be their actions, right? If you're disregarded, if you're ignored, those are all things that can affect how you perceive your own value. Even though your value constantly remains. Right. So you've been rejected. You've been discarded. You were in a relationship with someone with a personality disorder that left you behind, you know, whatever it is or your parents. You feel like, wow, I must be worthless. So this goes into one of the other reasons why people really struggle to see their value. If the people in your life who were supposed to love you the most, who brought you into this world and quote unquote gave you life, if they didn't show you love, how are you then to think that you are worthy? If they left you behind, if they didn't feed you, if they didn't ask about your day, if they constantly focused on their own lives, if they never sat with you and gave you quality time or physical touch or acts of service or did anything, if they didn't see that in you, if you weren't worthy enough to get their attention, to get those things from them, then how were you at any point supposed to say, I am worthy of this when the people who promised to love you the most didn't? 
So this is a big, big moment of self-awareness right now and recognition in this podcast to think about this and say, wow, I don't see my value because I put too much strength in the people around me because they didn't see it. Well, they're blind. It's not my fault that they couldn't see that I'm worthy. That's their problem. That's a they issue. This is a me issue. This is my value. And that's what I'm going to focus on. And that was the shift for me. The shift for me was being by myself and alone for a couple days to just see myself through my eyes and nobody else's. And that is all I needed to wake up one day and be like, you're a badass. That's what it took. Years and years and years of work. It was, I couldn't figure it out. I could not figure it out. I needed to see myself through my eyes. And that's what you need to do. We view ourselves through the eyes of the people around us. And because of that, we have a distorted view of our value. So that's the second reason why people struggle with that. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to that analogy, and I'll even change it a little bit, right? You know, it's, it's like a diamond, right? It's a diamond in this rough form, right? So some of us, thankfully, right, our parents took the time to chip away at that rock, right, to polish it, to cut it in a certain way so we shine, right? And for those of us that are lucky enough to have that, right, we we're now we understand our value, but our value isn't any less or more than the stone that was still in the rough, right? And that's what we have to really process and think about. Your value doesn't, just because you were that rock that got discarded and got kicked around and thrown out, doesn't mean that you're still not a diamond within there. And that's what we need to really key in on and focus on, that we all have value. No matter what we've been through, no matter what has happened to us, we still have value. So it's up to us now to polish ourselves up, get ourselves to where shining and bright. And that's what this is about. I really love You know, maybe analogies are part of my words of affirmation. I love them. They just speak to me. And I really love the diamond analogy because I felt like that rock for the longest time and nothing changed. I was still valuable then. I just didn't see it. But when I chipped away at my own shit and I started polishing myself, you have to show up as the person that you see yourself that you want to be before that happens. So before you can sparkle like the diamond that you are, you got to chip away at some stuff. You got to buff yourself. You got to spend that time with yourself. You got to see yourself like, okay, I'm a rock right now, but that diamond's there. It's there. There's nothing different. And when you can do that for yourself, you shine so bright that the people that did not see your value before need to wear shades around you. And I know that sounds corny, but it is so true because you're going to shine so bright and you're going to feel bright. You're going to feel your value. There's a difference between walking around saying, yeah, I got value. And walking around being like, yeah, I got value. You'll just know it. You'll walk differently. You'll hold the room differently. You'll show up to work differently. You'll show up in your interpersonal relationships differently. Worth is everything. Worth changes your life. Yeah, I completely agree. Once you know how to shine, then you'll see that not everyone is worthy of you. And that's what it all boils down to, right? A lot of the relationships we find ourselves in when we come from trauma, right, are a response to, okay, I feel like that rock that got kicked around. But once you understand that you're, you're a diamond under there, then you see, hey, this, this person isn't worth my shine. And that's what we want to get you to. Exactly. So we'll pause here for our quick message. 
when we get back, we'll talk about like signs that we need to be aware of when we're struggling with our self-value. So identifying these signs and also how to really start loving yourself. So stay with us. We'll be right back. We always hear how much the podcast has positively impacted all of you. So now here's an opportunity to help us continue making content. And we've made it simple by partnering with Patreon. You can find the link in the episode description. For your subscription, we've added additional bonus incentives, which include a newsletter, access to the In It Together Patreon group, and special access to upcoming private episodes with Jay. For our top subscribers, you'll even get monthly access to Jay and I via Zoom. We're grateful for your support. And don't forget to keep sharing the podcast with everyone you know. Together, we can help grow the In It Together family. Now back to the podcast. So we've been talking about self-worth or uh, self-value. So now we want to start talking about the signs that we need to improve the way we view ourselves. So what are the key signs that we need to start working on our self-value or how we see ourselves? So I like to say over, overworked, overtired, overstimulated, over. Just over everything, okay? And I know that it's, it's not a joke. It's serious. When you are feeling overworked, you know, overstimmed, overextended, overused, your value where is it? Where's your value? Anytime you like, oh man, I've been working 60 hours this week. Okay. So your 40 hour work week, what's happening in those extra 20 hours? Where's your value for that? What are you getting for that? Your time is valuable. If you are well overworked, it is because of that, right? When we have value, we have balance. When we have value, we learn to ask for help. Okay. So if you have the overs, then you know, that's a sign. The other thing is, is coming last putting yourself last, waiting to the end of the night for the last 15 minutes of quiet after your kids have gone to bed and everything's been done that you can just sit there. Let's be honest. Do you really have the time to do anything with intention? Or are we all just lying on our beds being like, oh my God, you can't come last. Your value says that. So there are some things that you can do. We'll talk about in the next segment, but you can't come last. You have to come first. You have to, you always have to put yourself first. And I know people are not going to like what I'm about to say, but you have to come before your kids and before anything so that you can be present for them. Have I done my self-care? Have I done something with intention for myself today? Right? That's important. Well, how do you teach your kids to have that? We had that discussion before, right? You teach your, if you put yourself first, then you're teaching them to put themselves first, right? And that's important. It's not about being selfish. It's about understanding what your value is and that you bring something to someone else. So you have to have that for yourself and teach that. Here's the next one. You're in a job that you're miserable with. You're in a home that you feel miserable in. You're around people that you just feel crappy around. Nothing feels good enough. You keep saying to yourself, why me? Why does this keep happening to me? Nothing good happens to me. That's because your psyche is saying to you, where is your value? You're better than this. You deserve more than this. Start making changes. If you're not happy at home, if you're not happy, I mean, there's other reasons, okay? But I'm just saying, if you're in an unhappy relationship because something keeps happening over and over and this person, you know, keeps saying sorry without changed behavior and that's manipulation, you're not looking at your value. I'm not being valued here, you know? And so it's really important that you start looking at these behaviors and situations and people in your life. You know, another thing is, is are you constantly solving issues that you didn't create? Why do we solve issues that we don't create? 
Let's think about that for a moment. We're trying to solve things that we didn't do to show how worthy we are. Look at what I could fix, even though I didn't break it. Think about that. If you're going running around putting out everybody else's fires, you've already forgotten your value. The moment you try to prove your value to another person, you already forgot you had it because you don't need to do that. Your value's there. It does not change. You don't have to say, hey, look, I have value today. It's there. So it's really important that you start looking at these things that I'm talking about and say, write these down as I was talking. Look at your life. Check off, circle the ones that, wow, I'm over this, I'm over this, I'm over this. This is making sense. Yep, the perfect employee over here, always showing up, working extra, working past the time I'm supposed to be working. If you have a Monday through Friday, nine to five, and you're working past five or you're working on the weekends, you forgot your worth. That is your time. Your time is valuable and that adds to your value. If you're the one always reaching out to your friends, always texting, hey, what's good? How are you? Always trying to keep everything together. You forgot your value because they're not seeing it. It's really important that you think about these things. And I can guarantee nine out of 10 people listening right now are like, crap, crap. (laughs) And it's okay to work overtime, right? It's okay to do that. You know, we all have different circumstances. We want to provide for our families. We want to do what's best. We want to go on those vacations. So it's okay to do overtime. It's okay to work 60 hours if that's what you choose to do. But it's important to give to yourself as well, right? It's, it's, I would say it's even more important for you to find the time to give to yourself. Don't give all of yourself to your job, or to your family in certain cases, right? You need to give some time to yourself to replenish yourself. When you know what your value is and you know what you bring to people, you'll be a lot more hesitant to give everything you have to something that may not be seeing your value. So if you're in a position where your job really does appreciate you as a person and pays you compensate you accordingly to your value, then absolutely. But understanding where your value is, that you have value and that your value isn't determined by what you give of yourself, that's where the change starts to happen. Your value is what you do for yourself. That's the key. So that was fantastic. I think you really wrapped it up. I gave the scenarios and then you came in with these things can still be okay if your value is being recorded and recognized. And let's say maybe it's not monetary, but your jobs, you have time off. You can take, you know, your three-week vacation. As long as it benefits you, you ask yourself, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to dedicate myself, and I know this is going to sound, you know, a little off to some people, but what's in it for me? Am I giving so much of myself that afterwards what's in it for me is a therapy session? (laughs) Or am I giving so much of myself that afterwards I'm so burnt out I have nothing to give to myself? That's not valuable to you. You have to turn your back to that. You have to ask yourself, is this something that I have some added value to to be able to support and something I want to do? And something that's going to be worthy of my value. It's going to be worth it because there's something productive that's going to come from it. That's it. Yeah, it really is a mind shift, right? It's understand once you understand that and once you start to value your time and who you are as a person, you'll start to see these changes happen. And that's why this is such an important podcast. And it's so relatable in like our community. Like when we're dealing with trauma, it's so easy to 
forget our value. It's so easy to undervalue ourselves. And that's why we wanted to do this. We wanted to make sure that you guys are starting to learn that you are valuable, that your time means something, that your worth means something, and it should mean something to you. And before you can give love or give time or give anything to anyone else, you have to give it to yourself. Yeah, that's perfect. And I think that most people listening right now are sitting there going, oh my goodness, I have not been valuing myself. But that's okay. Because you get to get up and walk away from this podcast and the next move you make, you don't have to make any changes in your life. You don't have to go work out at the gym for six months to see results. You can do it right now. Your value can shift right now. You can get up from this, look around, look at your day and say, where am I being undervalued and where can I make that change? That's all you need. And then tomorrow you do the same thing. And a month from now, you're going to look back and say, I don't know how I lived like that. So where do we start? Let's let's talk about like where do you start to, to love yourself? Okay, well, first and foremost, anybody that's part of the Patreon that got the newsletter, there's the activity in there lined out for you how to do it. So make sure you do that. Follow yeah, make homework. sure. Absolutely. There's a link. There'll be a link in the description. If you're not supporting us through Patreon, make sure you go on the Patreon website, sign up, and you'll get the newsletter. You'll get access to all the upcoming stuff that we have planned. So make sure you do that. And if you do that today, you'll get the newsletter that went out in February. And that's that. That's where all the exercises are Yeah, there's are some exercises in there, but let's kind of talk about some things. So number one is you want to do something for yourself every day with intention. What have I done for myself today? Taking a shower? No, those are your basic needs. You need to be making, I, I brushed my hair today. Um, yeah, that's what I did. I hear a lot of parents saying that. No, those are your basic needs. What have you done beyond that? Did you go out and get that coffee you wanted from Starbucks or Dunkin's or wherever it is that you go? Did you get your favorite show in? Did you eat your favorite snack? What did you do with intention for yourself that's not basic needs? You have to do that every day, one thing, right? You need to learn to put yourself first. So because you're the kid standing at the end of the line waiting to drink water that 16 kids just put their mouth on, you're like the last one back there in the school line being like, great, I have to wait here. You've always come last. You need to learn to come first. So I'm going to tell you a quick way to do this, and this is what I do. If you're plating dinner for your family, you make your dinner plate first. It doesn't go to the table first, but you plan it. Play all the, pick out your favorite. That chicken looks nice. I want that scoop of mashed potatoes. Do it for yourself and then make everybody's plate or people make their own plates, whatever, and go put it on the table. It's those little tiny things of doing something for yourself. And it's tough, you know, especially if you're coming from trauma, it's tough to put yourself first, right? That's one of the things that, that, a lot, that trauma takes from us, right? It takes from us the ability to, to think in terms of me first, right? And it's not a selfish thing. It's more you can't give more of yourself to someone than you can give to yourself. And that's the important distinction. The other thing is, is before you say yes to another person, pause. So when someone asks you, hey, can you do this for me? Hey, what are you doing today? Want to hang out? Hey, I got a call. You Can I talk to you right now? Pause. Just pause before you say yes and you say, okay, before I make a decision at this request, what have I done for myself today? Well, I haven't done anything for myself. Now I have to go give myself to this person. So, but Nope. Unless you have done something with, for yourself with intention or have a plan to, you cannot give to another person. You just can't. You must give to yourself first. Have pause. You don't have to respond right away, and this is something I've had to learn. You don't have to respond right away just because you've read someone's text message. People need to learn to be left unread every once in a while. Their immediate needs cannot always be met. 
because we are not supposed to be at the beck and call of everybody at every moment, at every second, because we walk around with a phone. And that has made a lot of us feel that we have to drop whatever it is we're doing, because if we don't, that person's going to be mad at us. Some people have to be mad and some people have to learn to deal with their own anxieties of being left on red. You are responsible for taking care of yourself. The next thing is speaking your truth. That's your value. What you have to say is worthy. What you have to say matters. If you're swallowing how you feel all the time, it's chipping away at the value that's there. Say it. Speak it. Be proud of it. If you're not proud of what you say, take a few moments to think before you speak. But understand that speaking your truth is so important. The next thing is cognitive reframing. So every time you have a thought that you're like, oh, I'm not good enough. Nothing's going to, nothing happens the way I want it to. I'm not worthy of this. I feel so guilty that I'm doing this for myself. You say out loud, says who? No one's going to answer. No one's going to answer. If someone does, we'll talk about that in another episode. But no one's going to answer. Because guess what? No one has told you that. That's your thoughts. And guess what? Half of your thoughts aren't even yours. They're the projected feelings and words of other people that live rent-free in your head. You're not worthy. That's not going to work. You're not saying that to yourself. That's what someone else said to you at one point in your life. Or that's the message you received at another point in your life. So you say out loud, says who? I don't, I don't know who said that. Because you don't even know where that thought came from. So then you say, well, you know what? Must not have been important then. I am worthy of this. Cognitive reframing out loud is going to be your best friend. And what's interesting here is that once you have established your self-value and your self-worth, you'll start to notice that other people will start to see that. And that's so important for you guys to understand that once you start to value yourself, you'll start to see other people value you the same way you do yourself. So it's important to know that the way you look at yourself is the way others will start to look at you. Let me just piggyback on and say that you're going to lose people too because people are going to see your value and say, I can't afford that. I'm out. I am out. So guess what? Were you rejected there? No, baby. Were you abandoned? No. You were put back on the shelf for somebody else that knows your worth that can take that diamond with them. Every time someone leaves you, abandons you, turns their back on you, it's because they know they can't afford you, not because you're worthless. You have to do cognitive reframing. So you will lose people. That's okay. Not everybody needs to shop at Tiffany's. That's fine. They can move on to the next store. But guess what? Yeah, stay in Tiffany's. And it's really important that you recognize that, that some people are just going to leave because they can't afford you no more. That's all. Not because you were worthless. Do you see how reframing that changes your life? Now some of y'all going to be walking around with some gassed up heads, but that's okay. It's better to be gassed up than have to constantly rely on other people to fill your tank. That's right. You know, I'd rather be the diamond on the shelf than the, than the rock on the floor. And that's, that's all it is. They still have the same value. Understand that they both still have the same value. The only difference is one is on the shelf and one is on the floor. And most people want the one on the floor because that's what they can afford. But you need to be on the shelf. Exactly. And... The ones that are on the floor, do you know how you get up to the shelf? It's just that reframing. Oh, they're not kicking me around on the floor because they don't want me. They just can't afford me. So I'm just going to climb myself they back up. They can't see my shine. That's they all it is. They can't see my shine. That's all that it is. So I hope that you guys are shining away. I hope that this hard covered shell of a rock that you have, <laughs> that you're slowly starting to crack and the light is starting to come out. 
because that is what's going to change your life. And you know what, Jay? I want to hear. I want I want people to reach out, to send us an email like we talk about at the end and tell us. Tell us about their worthy journey. Tell us about what happened. Tell us about those moments. I want to be part of that journey with them. Yeah, absolutely. I love to hear the stories and I love to hear you guys, the, the reactions, what you guys are doing after you hear the information. So absolutely reach out to us. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and definitely reach out and let us know how this has impacted you and give us more ideas for other podcasts. So till next time. So guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at ask.courtney, on Instagram at askcourtney underscore, and on YouTube at askcourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys. So make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together. So stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.